After one year and nine months not traveling, I finally got back on the road to continue my 139th country. This trip is the most complicated trip I've ever had because it requires so much logistics. I'm going to travel to eight countries this time. Every country has a different COVID test requirements and also has a very different dress code for ladies. The first country I'm going to on this trip is one of the countries with the strictest rules for gender segregation. As a lady, I have to wear long sleeves and long dress covering my legs. They used to separate lines for women and men in the McDonald's, but in the past two years, things just started to change. Welcome to Saudi Arabia! I landed at 4 a.m. while the city of Jeddah is still sleeping. Then I take a domestic flight to a World Heritage Site called El Lula, which I'll cover next time. While in Jeddah, the first place I visit is the Old Town. From the outside, it looks like just a gate with crappy buildings around. But once I go in, it's huge to explore. Entrance, this is historical district. I spent three hours walking inside Old Town, but it's still a lot more that I haven't seen. The architecture here is just beautiful, with broken wooden windows and balconies, imperfectly layered bricks, and rusty cable wires connecting between the buildings. Look at the, how old it is. It's really old town, very historical. I stroll along the tiny alley with no one harassing me at all. It's calm and peaceful. This is so interesting. There, there are like a lot of patches all patching up. How beautiful the architecture is. Wow, that's how they build a house. Green color now. There are shops selling sexy, colorful women's wear, but the women here only wear black abaya from outside. I'm sure they're all sexy under their gowns. There are very few people, mainly Arabs and those shop workers who are Bangladeshis. Hello, what's your name? Your name? Dansur. Dansur. Hi, nice to meet you. It brings me back to the ancient times where I seem to see the migrant laborers carrying heavy duties on their heads and shoulders and working hard. This wooden door. I thought the architecture is just beautiful. You got some brown color, some light gray. Although it's a little dirty, but that's how I get the feel of historical. Hello, kitty. There are so many street cats here. They are in all sorts of behaviors, lazily lying on the Mercedes, violently digging trashes, and even having sex with another cat. I stopped by some art district where it displays unique colorful arts. The entire old town is in the desert-like yellowish color, so the colorful arts definitely stand out. Birds are flying around. I'm watching them while four locals are relaxing at the background.
The cafes here are also in style. This is cafe here. Not only the door decoration outside, but also amazing high ceiling inside. Local cafe in Jeddah Old Town. Got here. Hello. Resi Mall is the second most visited attraction here. It's so big that I got lost and don't even know how to get out. Everything inside the mall is so high-end. Huge restaurants covering almost like 10 shops of space. I also visit another mall called Mall of Arabia, which is nicer than the Resi Mall, in my opinion, because it's stadium-shaped like design. Before I go in, I need to scan the code, like what I did in Singapore. No wonder some people connect Saudi Arabia with Singapore. So this is kind of like Singapore to uh, scan the code before you come in. I walked 30 minutes from the Resi Mall to Sheraton Hotel. The Formula One just completed. The track is still there. Beach is on the side. This is the first beach where I can find anyone wearing bikinis. Really, at all, but covering themselves with black abayas. Many women on the beach. People bring their chairs and teapots to chill here. They craft out the center of the road to build a gigantic pedestrian walking park. It's quite empty. Occasionally, I see some local biking there. As I walk along the waterfront, there are so many art installations. I like the Jetta sign because it's so Instagrammable, with palm trees and blue skies at the background. Occasionally, I also find interesting ring-shaped benches, which look like a phone booth, for people to relax. Jeddah is full of arts. At night, I also visit the highest fountain in the world. They put on a light show after dark. It's located just across the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. Something I'm scared of about Saudi is actually the drivers. All the Ubers or Kareem cars that I've sat in make me feel life-threatening. Kareem is their local Uber here. They keep cutting lanes and tailgating cars. And the worst thing is that most of the time, the seat belts at the back are broken. This time, I'm staying at the Sheraton Hotel. I got free upgrade to a suite with lots of space and the room is actually very high-tech with all the touch control. A little living area. Outside is a sea view. I enjoy my relaxing breakfast outdoor by the pool every single day, full of choices. My favorite is their freshly squeezed juice. Minch at the tea. Got an omelette here, some more cappuccino and a crepe. I also enjoy the amazing view from the Sheraton Club at the top floor for a relaxing afternoon tea. The staff already know me by my name after I stay there for three days. When I leave Jeddah, I Uber to a wrong airport. I didn't realize there are two different ones. But luckily, I have enough time to take taxi to the North Terminal to catch my flight. In the next video, I'll be sharing some of my New Year thoughts and solo travel experiences in the other parts of Saudi Arabia, El Lula. 
which is a less-known UNESCO heritage site similar to Petra in Jordan. Petra is one of the new seven wonders of the world. So do switch on the notification bell on my channel if you want to receive my uploads. You can also follow me on Instagram for more stories.